0: outside is not that cold and if you take my hand i'll walk with you to georgia what's going on everyone country with Lean, and i'm here with devin cooper devin it's been a minute since i last saw you it was at the CCMAs in calgary alberta how's life been since then
1: life has been very good since then how about you
0: This has been good. Oh my gosh. Thanks for asking. Nobody ever asks me that, but thank you. Yeah, no, life's been good. Life's been chill. uh, Life's been chill, busy at the same time. And I'm sure it's been pretty busy for you as well.
1: Yeah, it has been. I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off for a few months. It feels like
0: it's okay. You're doing what you love. So it's all good.
1: That's right. And now pardon. It makes it all worth it.
0: It does. Exactly. When you do something you love, it doesn't feel like work at all. So that's true. So the award show was just, what was it last week of Alberta? Yeah, Yeah, it was last week. You got nominated for six nominations. That's amazing first of all you were the most nominated solo artist in 2023 so congrats on that you also went home with an award and being with like all your friends too like how before we dive into the award that you won how was the how was it being back with like everybody and like hanging out how was the vibe good
1: it was great i think that this year's award show was probably the best one that alberta has ever put on it was in a new venue uh i feel like it's been a few years since we've been able to have just like a normal award show or normal event where we all get together and don't have to worry about something or talk about something that's been happening for the past couple years so none of that was brought up of uh the strange times which was amazing and we just got to hang out and have a good time and it was uh it was awesome to hang with everybody uh it was great i had ben chase was up here from nashville so he came and hung out for the weekend which was great because uh don't get to see him too often anymore and we had uh Maybe a little too much fun, but we had a lot of fun.
0: You know, it's funny. I was going to ask who partied the hardest.
1: Uh, ben partied harder than I did. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ben's a little partier,
1: right? <laughs> you know how to have a good time.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. He does know how to have a good time. Um. So you won horizontal Male Artist of the Year. So first thing, how special is that to you?
1: It's really cool. It's uh, It's been a really busy, fun, exciting past couple years. And... To be nominated for all of those awards, it's definitely not just me that made that happen. There's so many people behind the scenes on Mm. my team, whether it's graphic design or video or production and my co-writers, like everybody behind the scenes is what made those nominations happen. So winning Horizon Male Artist of the Year was really cool because I feel like it was a giant win for all of us for all of the work that we've done over the past few years.
0: Yeah, and you just released your debut EP last year. and It's been only a year, and you've already accomplished quite a bit. So congrats for all of that. And I'm yeah. sure there's going to be lots more accomplishments to come.
1: We have a bunch more stuff in the works that I'm very excited about. So yeah. we're off to a good start this year.
0: Yes, we are. Off to a great start. And you also released a new single too not too long ago called The Other Guy. So take me through the making of this song.
1: I wrote this song, I think, back in 2019 with uh, Aaron Pollock and it's kind of just like a night on the town obviously the song Mm -hmm. is about uh cheating and (laughs) running wild for a night but I think that it kind of relates to like when you just follow your heart in the moment and do anything regardless of what the repercussions might be the next day I feel like it kind of relates to any situation like that go ahead
0: No, I was just going to say, I saw your little clip where you're like, you know, Carrie Underwood's before he cheats. So what about before she cheats? I'm like, (laughs) Ooh, it's going to be a good song.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, I think you can, you can take it how you want to take it. It's, uh, it could be about cheating. It could be about just being reckless and, and doing what you want to do in the moment. I think those are some of the best times that we have is when you just don't yep. really plan anything. You're not really worried about, like I said, any of the repercussions and you just uh, yeah, chance on something.
0: Honestly, I agree with that. to obviously to a certain extent, um, but you have to be selfish and you can't please everybody, you know, you can't keep thinking of like, what's going to happen if you do this, what's going to happen if you do that. Like you just got to make yourself happy. And I mean, if whatever floats your boat, if that's what makes you happy, so be it sometimes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, at the end of the day, as long as you're not like actually hurting somebody with what you're doing, I feel like yeah. you, to, you can do whatever you want. You
0: can <laughs> do whatever you want. Within yeah. the line. <laughs> within, yeah, within like the reasonable like area. Um, but so the music video, take me through that one as well. What inspired it?
1: It was, uh, I worked with Ethan Burke, who's done a lot of my videos up to this point, And we had a really cool idea of wanting to just like create a visual that could be standalone without the audio to it. So if you just watch the video and didn't have the song playing, you would Mm -hmm. still understand what's happening. Um, Basically it's about the girl coming home at the end of the day, Her fiance is not answering the phone. She's getting mad, goes out on the town, meets this guy. And then, uh, the rest is history. And, uh, it was a lot of fun to make. We had a really, really good group of people that were involved in making it Ethan Burke and Kiana, who was the girl who, who played the part in the video. So as serious as the video is, and as cinematic as Ethan made it look, it was, we were just laughing and having a ton of fun the whole time, which is really cool.
0: It's always fun when you have a good time making music videos. But why did he get Mariah to get into the music video? She was like, no, not about it. I don't want to be that girl.
1: She actually was helping direct the video and arranging the people. (laughs) At one shot, the camera passes over top of the bar, and that was her passing the camera to Ethan so he could finish the shot, so. Maybe oh. she should get like a director credit or a videographer credit on it.
0: You should be somewhere in it. Yeah, for sure. Um, would you guys ever do a song together? Is that like in the works?
1: I think that we absolutely would. Like we don't necessarily play a lot of shows together, but when we do, it's a ton of fun. Uh, just because we both know all of each other's songs. We co-write together all the time. So she is saying harmonies on a lot of the stuff I've released, but we've never done like an actual feature. Um So on the record, she sang Harms on Back Pocket, as well as she sang all the harmony parts on the other guy as well.
0: Okay, well, you know, you guys can make like a new, thank God, you know, Kane Brown, Caitlin Brown, like that can be like in the works for you both.
1: We could do something like that. I think that we're probably going to do something at some point. We just want to make sure it's the right thing.
0: Oh, yes, for sure. And I feel like when you guys make a music video for that song as well, it's going to be a really good one. I feel like I can see a love song like happening. Like, it has to be a love song.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: (laughs) And now what else is in the works for you guys? Well, for you.
1: We have a bunch of new music that we're working on. We're in the studio recording some new stuff that's going to be coming out throughout the year, kind of leading up to the next record, which is going to drop next year. Uh, So we'll have a bunch more singles coming out throughout this year. Um, Every song we're doing is going to kind of have a visual component to it, whether it's a music video or like a live version or a stripped back version (laughs) or some sort of thing. So they'll... Kind of like the last record when there's the A and B, it'll be the same type of thing again is just like, whether it's a music video or live acoustic or something like that. So we have a bunch of new music and I'm I'm very excited for it.
0: Well, it's really exciting. But, but what about the vibes? Like, how are we doing the songs? Sad songs, upbeat songs, personal songs, made up songs? Like, what's the story behind this one?
1: I think they're an expansion of the first record, both lyrically and production wise. Uh, we go in both directions where some of the stuff is heavier, like the other guy, and some mm-hmm. of the stuff is a little on the softer side, like Back Pocket and those kind of things, or Underdog kind of takes yeah. two directions, uh, as well as some stuff right down the middle that kind of splits the difference between the two in terms of production. In terms of lyrics, a lot of the songs are, again, a little more on the edge like the other guy is, and then there's some other songs that are, you know, the classic heartbreak right in a past trauma and things like that that everybody (laughs) does as songwriters typical
0: country songs but we're we love those songs so you can't go wrong with them
1: yeah there's a lot of life stories too a lot of stuff just kind of about uh not necessarily partnering or relationships but just like overall overall life tunes
0: and how many songs can we expect on the upcoming album do we have like a rough idea
1: we have a rough idea but i don't want to say exactly okay fair it's uh we're deciding exactly how we want to release it yet, but there will be, there will be more than,
0: more than enough,
1: more. Yeah. There'll be more than enough.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> see, it's the interviewer in me. I'm just trying to like pull and see how much yes, i get
1: like, it. nope, you're not getting it. Not
0: getting it. <laughs> At least you stood your ground. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and now upcoming performances. Is there anything coming up uh, that you want to share?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I guess this weekend, I'm doing a little acoustic show, King Eddie in Calgary, which is going to be a ton of fun. Next week, we're playing at the Saddledome for the last Flames game, last home game for the Flames of the season. We're playing the intermission. So that awesome. will be my first time playing in an Arena, which is going to be a ton of fun. So we get two seven-minute sets at the intermissions and uh, got the full band there. It's going to be a lot of fun. After that, we have some stuff we're working on in BC in June. Uh, we haven't announced any of it yet but you can stay tuned to my website. It will have all that information there. And then we've got a bunch of stuff for Stampede in Calgary that is all gonna be announced. I think mid April, they announce it all.
0: Well, the Stampede is gonna be a good time. Absolutely. Really good time.
1: Are you gonna come out for the Stampede?
0: Honestly, I want to, I, I said it last year. I'm like, but this year I want to come. I'm going to try my hardest to get a media accreditation and come out because that's like something I, I keep hearing. Every artist just say how much fun and how insane the crowd is and all that. And it, I've seen so many videos. It looks exhilarating.
1: Yeah. You got to come out. It's uh, it's you'll have the best 10 days of your life.
0: <laughs> the 10 days. That's so much partying though. Holy geez. 10 days. Lot. Yeah, that's a lot. You got to like recover your liver after all of that.
1: Oh, I know. It's, uh, I think Calgary has a hangover for a month after that week.
0: <laughs> it's okay, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Absolutely. And now when you were saying the saddle dome, so that I, I find that's so cool. Like I've seen a couple of country artists, um, even Mackenzie Porter, she did it for the Ottawa Senators. Um, You guys get to perform. It's during what first intermission or second intermission? First. First
1: and First and second.
0: Oh, first and second. Yeah. Oh, that. And so it's seven minutes each or seven. Yeah. Oh, minutes each. OK, that's good. Because if they made like seven minutes altogether, that would be no. that would suck.
1: So we that's, get to play for like 15 minutes. Maybe we can stretch it an extra, you know, 30 seconds per set. We'll get a full 15.
0: Yeah, I highly doubt they're going to really say anything. So but have you gotten to go in there and to practice or is it kind of you just you go the day of and that's that?
1: Yeah, go the day of we we have sound check and set up earlier in the day and get everything dialed in all the all the production and sound and everything like that and then we uh show time
0: wow wow okay I thought you guys would have like a bit more time to like prep and stuff but that seems so like so quick um and you're I'm assuming a flames fan
1: correct well I don't know I'm a bad Canadian in general oh not
0: a hockey fan is that what we're getting at
1: I'm not a hockey fan I won't say that I really love watching live games in terms of following it uh outside of attending a game I don't uh okay. but I don't think I really follow anything other than music uh so
0: okay then okay so not a sports guy that's okay though
1: I mean the masters are on this weekend so I'm probably going to watch the probably watch the masters
0: of course it's so fun i was talking about um This so basically, my team, the Steelheads, they're playing on Easter Sunday. So I keep saying, Oh, no, like they're playing Easter Sunday, and everybody's correcting me and they're like, No, 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 Master Sunday. I'm like, Seriously, like really? Okay, please, you know what? This is so off topic, but explain to me why you like golf.
1: Well, I love golfing. I've been, I started golfing when I was like two years old with my grandpa and golfed all through high school played a bunch of like uh provincial tournaments and things like that and still love golfing now I don't get to do it near as much as I would like to I used to play like 150 rounds a summer and I think last summer I played Mm -hmm. like 10 so it's definitely not as much as I would like now (laughs) Um, but I think it's just cool it's it's exciting because it's the biggest tournament of the year it's all of your favorite golfers from basically ever that come together and play in this tournament and it's it's kind of like fair grounds like anybody has a shot at winning it um so tiger fan he doesn't play a lot of tournaments throughout the year but he's coming back for the masters so you get to see him play so it's the excitement of that of getting to see a bunch of players play that maybe don't always play in the tournaments especially with the new live golf thing that's happening uh overseas now oh, those players yes. that aren't playing in the pga tour can still come back and play the masters so like phil mickelson's coming back and playing and
0: oh i didn't know that
1: yeah i did not know able that. To come back and play play any of the majors so
0: interesting i thought they were like banned completely
1: i thought like... they were too i just found this out like two days ago i was chatting with my papa and he said that all those guys can come back and, and play again so
0: interesting well those guys are making lots of moolah overseas they are like yeah wow that's when that whole came out that was insane but i mean yeah okay that makes more sense to watch the masters so if anything out of all the tournaments watch the masters is the best one correct guaranteed okay and i say watch the nhl final okay so that one's the best one as well. i can do that you could do that gig. Great. I'll watch the masters. You watch the final. Um, now any trip to Nashville anytime soon, any going for any rights, any shows down there?
1: Yeah, I'm headed there in May at the start of May. I'll be down for about two and a half weeks and ton of rights. Friend of mine's also getting married this summer. So they're having like oh. a bachelor party while we're down there. So they're going to come down for a few days. So it'll be, it'll be fun two weeks where, yeah, I think I'm writing every day and then also have four days of, festivities for a bachelor party so
0: yeah nashville is becoming the las vegas for bachelor and bachelorette parties
1: absolutely it's like vegas without the corruption or at least a different kind of corruption
0: <laughs> yes yeah, yeah okay you know what's actually really good about um nashville there's no cover charge anywhere that's, true. that's like and las vegas is really expensive
1: yeah how long do you think that's going to last do you think they're going to put a cover charge in
0: i feel like I feel like now, because of how popular it's becoming, it might happen within like, not now, maybe like the next few years, it might, because like in Toronto, there's cover charge everywhere. Like you literally go to any bar you want. Go, okay, $10, $15. It's like, are you serious? Like they're making so much money. And I feel like Nashville's really going to be like, you know what, we should start making cover charge. But then again, it could be like, they know that's why everybody goes there. So they don't want to ruin that. So I'm torn.
1: I feel like even if it was like a five dollar cover like people would still pay like five dollars I wouldn't pay I wouldn't be happy to pay five bucks but I also get it it'd be cool if it was five bucks and then a portion of it also went to the band because the bands don't get paid right it's just tips
0: that would see yeah that makes a lot more sense if they were to do it like that where you were to pay at the door and that money was all of it or at least half of it was to go to the band because yeah you're right they only make tips and there's so many talented artists on broadway music grow everywhere which is insane and like sometimes it boggles my mind how they don't get as much recognition as they should
1: absolutely yeah it's it's wild because there are like you said so many unbelievable whether it's musicians or singers or just artists in general in nashville playing that that don't really get to have the recognition they deserve.
0: Have you ever played in Nashville? Like have you ever played at the listening room or um uh, like live oak, like anywhere like that? Uh my
1: first trip to Nashville back in twenty seventeen or eighteen, I played at the Bluebird.
0: Oh my gosh, that's iconic.
1: It was unreal. Um wow. Arthur Brooks played there like four days before I did, which was ridiculous. And then I guess his presence
0: one. was still in the cafe. <laughs>
1: So I got to play one tune there, and that was just an unreal experience.
0: Yeah, that's so – have you ever watched the show Nashville? I have. Okay. So that's where I kind of found out about the Bluebird Cafe, and I'm pretty sure lots of other people did. So that's just an iconic place, and, and you see it if you watch the show as well. So it's be actually in there playing a song of yours, correct? It wasn't a cover. It was your song. Mm-hmm. Like, that's unbelievable. That's the place you want to be. And the next is the Grand Ole Opry
1: yeah no kidding or the Ryman the Ryman would be really cool to play
0: oh for sure those are that's on the bucket list right
1: 100 percent
0: yeah it has to be on the bucket list um have you ever thought about moving to Nashville though because right now you reside in, I'm assuming in Alberta correct
1: yeah I'm in Calgary right now so I definitely have thought about moving to Nashville I spent some time in Austin in December and I really liked the oh. scene there in Austin and it's only like a 12-hour drive from Nashville so it's not too okay. far so you're still kind of in the area. I mean, we're used to driving in Canada because everything's so far apart. Oh, so, <laughs> a 12 hour yeah. drive's not too bad. So I think I definitely want to look at moving down there. I don't know if it's a full time move or kind of splitting my time, having two places, but having the option to be down there as much as I want back and forth.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And I feel like the more outskirts you go in Nashville, obviously the cheaper the condos and the houses are, even if you wanted to rent. So you can totally look at that. Because I feel like as a musician, if you have a place, obviously at home, awesome. But even there, just that you're even there for like three months or whatever, it's so good because there's music every single night, every single day, you can do rights. 24 seven down there because everybody is chasing that same dream which honestly it works out in all of your favors because there's just so much more that you can do down there whereas up here there's obviously there's quite a number of people that are still like wanted to be in country music but it's just it's different it's not the same
1: yeah that's the the largest condensed area of people that are yeah pursuing the craft and and excellent at it
0: Oh, for sure. But hopefully you get your butt down to Nashville sometime soon, like to live there eventually. That's the goal. Um, But to even go there in May, you're going to have an awesome time.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a good time. I have a lot of rights that I'm very excited about with some some people I've written with before, some people I haven't written with before. So we'll see, see what we get out of it.
0: Have you ever written, you don't have to drop names here, but now I'm just curious. Have you ever written with someone where you're just like, why the heck am I here? Or no. There was uh... like this person cannot write because person... I know you guys have that thought. I have my fair share of musician friends and I've heard lots of stories. Hey, I and thought I'm... you meant, like
1: wrote with someone so extraordinary that you can't believe you're in the
0: room. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I meant like someone that was like, whoa, what's going on?
1: Oh, yeah. We all have those rights. I mean, I've been that person in a right before where other people probably think that because we all have good days and bad days. Yeah. I've been that person in a write where people go, "What the hell am I doing here?" This person cannot <laughs> write, uh, but that's the joy of it. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you get a good one, sometimes you get a horrible one.
0: And how do you get over writer's block? Does that a, does that happen to you? I feel like that happens to everybody sometimes.
1: Yes and no. I feel like writer's block is a lack of being willing to uh, express yourself when. You feel like like it's a it's an writer's block is an excuse for when you don't want to be creative because i feel like there's always something we can look around to find and be creative whether it's like you go outside and you hear a bird chirping and it's like the rhythm of a beat and then you come in and maybe you don't necessarily write a lyric but you write a guitar part or you write something i feel like there's constantly creative things around us that we can pull from mm-hmm. i know that there's certain times that are harder to write than others but if it's just like, oh, I have writer's block for the past few months and I can't write anything, I feel like that's just, I feel like that's a poor excuse.
0: That can be a story in itself. Like yeah. you can't write anything. You can write a song about not being able to like think of anything to write about. Do you know?
1: Yeah. I feel like it's just a lack of maybe being inspired or wanting to be creative or wanting to put the work in when it's hard.
0: I like that. You're a hundred percent right. And I completely agree with you on that one. So. But but uh, Devin, honestly, thank you for taking the time to chat with me today on Country with Sing. I love how the conversations always start off like about one thing and then they kind of just detour and they just go their own way. But that makes the conversation good. You know, that's, that's the best part. Yeah. And then it's so like chill and relaxed. I feel like I've known you for so long, too. I'm like, ah, it's Devin. <laughs> um, But thank you so much, Devin. And I, I can't wait to hear the songs that you have growing um, up your sleeve and then next year with the new EP that's going to be exciting and all the performances that you have and like you're mentioning before if anyone wants to check them out head over to his website and they are all listed there but thank you again Devin
1: absolutely thanks Celine it was great chatting with you